G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As we do on a Monday, we like to check in with the Australian Christian Lobby. Wendy Francis, National Director for Politics at the ACL, is joining us. Hello, Wendy. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil, on what sounds like a very fascinating morning on your radio station. I was listening to everything that's coming up and I'm thinking, wow, that is a really jam-packed full morning, so well done. Well, you might say, where else will you hear this sort of conversation? And uh, we take the opportunity while we can and with such amazing guests to be able to unpack some of these things. Uh, Yes, it will be a significant time over the coming hours. Hey, Wendy, uh, things are slowing down just a little for you. It's a busy week ahead leading up to the federal election, but in some sense... A lot of the hard work has gone into early days of the campaign and now things are going to, uh, they're, they're going to uh, you know, play out as we lead up to Election Day. Uh, what does the week look like for you ahead? Yeah, so it's still, there's still things to do, but as you say, a lot of it's already happened. And, you know, it hasn't even just been the campaign time, normal election campaign. We start, like, yeah, right at the beginning of any election cycle, like the parliament, really, because we want to always be bringing truth in front of people's um, faces and, and letting them know what what God says about a lot of this stuff that goes on. But this week, uh, we will still be making phone calls. We'll be door knocking. We're still distributing flyers in some of the key seats. So there is still a lot to do. It's just some of the big events are over, Neil. So, you know, our big uh, forums that we've had, they've been very successful. Uh, we had one last week with the Northern Territory. Uh, and we had, you know, probably, there was probably about 80 people on the line. And, uh, yeah, it was a really good night. Luke Gosling, the sitting member, joined us. So uh, we've had a lot of those big events um, this week. We will still be going right to the last minute, uh, but the the pressure is starting to lift now. It's just like really, really praying hard. Well, no doubt there'll even be listeners today to our conversation just catching on to the thought that the Australian Christian Lobby has its own campaign in the lead-up to the election. And one of the major things you've been highlighting is what happened uh, just a short while back when all Christian schooling in Australia came under threat Uh, when the religious discrimination bill was going through the lower house and got withdrawn just in time, just in time for us not to lose Christian schooling. And there were a number of MPs who crossed the floor and voted in a way that would actually end Christian schooling in Australia. You've had a target on those MPs. Give us an insight here into how that whole targeted campaign's been going. Look, we really have wanted people to understand because we did some polling in some of the key seats, the key, the seats that were, as you say, even Liberal people crossed the floor uh, against their Prime Minister, against their leader, and then the Labor Party um, also uh, joined them really um, as a bloc. But we, so some of those seats where particularly the Liberal people um, went against their their own party platform and their leader. Uh, we, we did some polling and we found that it was close, it was about 47%, close to half of the people that we polled 
um, a secular poll did not realise what had happened. And so we just saw, okay, there is a need for people to be informed. So we went out with quite a strong campaign, just letting people know, did you realise that your member um, was opposed to a religious discrimination bill? They opposed uh, Christian schooling, being able to actually teach according to their their own values. They opposed um, children being able to learn uh, what the Christian ethics and values are. They opposed uh, even schools being able to um, preference Christian teachers. Um, so we, we just made sure that we, how we did sides of buses, we did billboards, we did leaflets, we did advertising in newspapers. We wanted to inform people, this is, this is their values. Does that align with your values? And if not, seriously consider how you're voting. Of course, we can't unpack all the detail of what's happened today as we're just doing an update. But uh, for listeners who are interested, there's video content on your ACL website page at acl.org.au where you explain more deeply the sort of campaign there. Uh, have you had any sort of insight into uh, you know the popularity of people visiting the ACL website, taking advantage of some of the great information that you've got there, informing Christian voters? Yeah, so we get the stats um, like other people do and the How to Vote video has been very popular. A number of Martin's videos explaining what we're doing and why we're doing it and uh, they have been very popular as well. So I do encourage people to take advantage of those because we've tried to put up some really good resources. Really good resources. Last week I was unpacking with uh, Dan Flynn, who's uh, Deputy Director of the ACL, some of the things that are going on uh, so far as the research that's been behind the scenes at the ACL. And there's a five pages long list of candidates who are saying that they are active Christians. Uh, That's a pretty exciting prospect, isn't it, Wendy? Well, it really was, but when Martin said that he was going to do this, I was like, whoa, that's really hard work. But we had researchers. We we didn't just, you know, it wasn't just somebody saying, yeah, I go to church or whatever. We really did try and, and see that they were somebody who um, lived what they were saying. And so uh, how exciting is it that there was that many people who are committed Christians saying, I want to have an impact in government and I'm going to put my hand up to lead. I I found that really exciting. Well, you know, I found the list and I went to that part of it and I think it's there's an alphabetical listing of electorates and I found my electorate and I discovered that there are actually three Christians uh, who are standing in my electorate from different parties and it's very easy for people to actually check and see if you've got a Christian candidate because there is value in looking to preference a Christian candidate. Any thoughts here for listeners who are thinking, oh, you know, I heard about that Christian stuff but uh, I'm still going to vote for just whoever I think is you know the best person whether they're Christian or not what's the value in voting for a Christian candidate Wendy? As soon as you vote for a Christian candidate especially if they're in number one spot then um, you are making a statement of what the values that you want no vote is ever wasted I really want to make sure people understand that because your preferences will continue to flow down until they stop at the person who actually wins. And so your vote will continue to count. So that's really important to note. So you're not wasting a vote by, by voting even for a minor party number one. Um, but 
by voting for a Christian uh, person, then and if that person actually gets into Parliament, what you've got is somebody in the Liberal Party or the Labor Party or a minor party who is going to speak up for religious discrimination, particularly in, in a, after the election, or they're going to speak up for Christian schooling, or they're going to speak up on behalf of refugees. They're going to speak up on, on issues that really matter to uh, a Christian. And so, yeah, make your vote count. Put those Christians up there right up the top, I say. The exciting thing I picked up from Dan Flynn was that when there are those political meet-the-candidate forums that you've been running around the countryside, and very successfully, might I say, and I went to one of those early on in the campaign, uh, the thing is, when you've got a list of Christian candidates, uh, I'm told that there are people who are saying, hey, wait a minute, I'm standing as a candidate in this particular electorate, I need to get my name onto that list. Uh, People actually wanting their names on the list of Christian candidates. That's pretty powerful too, isn't it? Very powerful because I think up till now there's been um, sometimes a reluctance to actually name the name of Christ. And what we're finding is that people are saying, no, I want to be named on that list. I want to be um, up front and out out there saying, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And so that is really, really exciting. And I feel like it's a, it's a threshold that we haven't necessarily crossed before, to be honest. So I, I'm very excited about it. Another one of your resources, just to mention, because I think it's so worthy of mention, this spectrum, uh, the left to right, or the wokeometer spectrum, and uh, you've got Martin Isles uh, naming the parties, uh, whether they're far extreme left or just left woke uh, or centre left, and then you've got centre right, and then what's right of uh, of those conservative parties. Uh, thoughts here on the value of that, Wendy, when you're especially working out what's going on with that Senate ballot paper, which is going to be huge. Yeah, really helpful. Because what Martin's done, so our whole campaign is vote for people, not parties. So that would, that has been it. But then when, when you come to a ballot paper and you look and you don't know any of those people on that ballot paper and you've done your research and none of them actually look as if they really represent your values. You know, we're talking maybe on the green slip or even in the, in the Senate and you're thinking, so what do I do now? Well, then you go to a resource such as Martin's done and you look at the party platforms and what they stand for and then that's really helpful because you're thinking, okay, all right, this is what this person has signed up for. So you're still actually voting for people but you're considering what they have signed up for as this is my party and this is what I represent. So I personally have found it very helpful um, in my own voting, uh, my planning for voting, yeah. Now, you did a very extensive survey in the lead-up to this election, and those details are all up on the site. Uh, So detailed that you've even got how local candidates responded to the ACL survey. How telling is it when you go on to that particular uh, link on your ACL website, uh, just to, you know, how informative that might be for listeners wherever they might be voting all around Australia? So my husband Peter and I have been planning on how we'll vote and we want to go well informed. So we went to the ACL website ourselves to look at our um, electorate and we looked, okay, which one, which candidates have answered for a start, because not all candidates even bothered to answer, and which have answered, and then what, what is their score? Where, and you can even tell which questions that they didn't 
answer well or they didn't um, didn't want to go there sort of thing. So we we ourselves used that. And so you can go to your very your electorate. If you're not sure of what your electorate is, and, and surprisingly there's still a lot of people who are not sure, and that's fine, but you can put in your address and it will take you to your electorate. And so you will be able to see, okay, this this person answered, this person didn't, um, basically. And then with the big parties like Liberal and Labor, um, they have given party positions. So even if your even if your candidate has not answered, you'll be able to go and look at the party positions. Now, you named five names that are coming under special scrutiny, and they have been targeted in the ACL campaign in the lead up to the election. But you've actually got on the website how MPs voted on the Religious Discrimination Bill and those proposed amendments to the Sex Discrimination Act. And uh, you can go on there and you can see how your MP actually voted. Uh, That's a valuable resource too. It really is. And the only thing about that is that there are some who, and we've tried to make this clear as well, because it was during a COVID sort of period and some were rostered off because of numbers. And so there are some who weren't there to vote. Um, and so we've tried to make that clear as well. But it's, it is really important to, to vote knowing who and what you're voting for. What's the position of the person? Because, you know, in the House of Representatives, that person represents your electorate. There are 151 electorates in Australia and there are 151 representatives in the House of Representatives. And so you are voting for your representative in that house that makes those decisions. So, it's, yeah, it's pretty important stuff. Well, you can go to the ACL website, acl.org.au, and click on the banner that says Make Your Vote Count, and you'll find all of those resources easily accessible. Wendy, there are some other big and disturbing issues that are going on other than the federal election. All sorts of stuff seems to creep under the radar, and when there's distraction like a federal election campaign, things go through like what's happened uh, in uh, in New South Wales, the assisted suicide, the assisted suicide bill uh, was voted on last week. Uh, what are your um, thoughts here? Yeah, it's it's really sad because New South Wales is actually the last state in Australia that hasn't legalised assisted suicide, and um, there are some very good MPs in New South Wales who have been fighting hard against this. They also have um, strong. Christian leaders in the state. Um, the Catholic Archbishop of Sydney is Anthony Fisher and he, he's been very helpful in, in this regard. He calls it the kill bill, um, personally calls that the kill bill and uh, and I um, I admire his stand. But it, what's happened now is that the vote has passed in the upper house, uh, 20 to 17, and that's the second meeting. So it, it's not um, it's not in law yet because what they're doing now is they are um, looking at some amendments. They're debating some amendments. We don't know the full list of the amendments yet, um, but I know that the amendments, the, the type of amendments that the um, the good the the pro life members are pushing, such as Greg Donnelly, Damien Tudor, Hope, people like that, um, particularly looking for um, giving doctors conscientious objection and not only doctors but residential facilities or healthcare establishments that they will not have to provide um, services relating to assisted suicide. So there's those sort of amendments that are before um, still coming uh, and they will be voted on and then there will be a final vote. So we still can really pray 
that God will do a miracle and and actually change some of their minds. Twenty to seventeen is pretty uh, a pretty close um, vote. Like if only two people changed their minds on this or weren't happy with the amendments, then we would still beat it. And wouldn't it be amazing if we still had a state in Australia who valued life, who valued um, all people, not just those whose lives are protected by the state, because we've got lives who are protected by the state, and we've got those whose Deaths are being facilitated by the state because their lives are no longer deemed to be worth living. Um, so this is this is a really important time in New South Wales history, and we're just so grateful to people like Greg Donnelly and Damon Tudy Hope who who are fighting for these um, these amendments. But it's not looking good. Not looking good. One more issue, and some think it's a little bit. Uh almost novelty uh, to talk about this. However, as Christians, we recognise just how significant and important it is. But the Queensland Supreme Court has rejected Satanism being taught in schools. Uh, A quick update on that one, Wendy? Yeah, it was really good to see that in the paper because I, I was worried that they might pull this off. The court called it a deplorable waste of state resources. The judge actually... Um, his, I'm quoting him, he said it was a jumble of confected nonsense. Um, ACL went in pretty hard against this. We, we contacted the education minister and we had um, a lot of contact with her office about it. But the guy who is pushing that, um, his name is Bristow, but the, the, the um, name he uses in the court is his drag name. So he's drag person and he calls himself Brother Samael Demo Gorgon and it's a demonic sort of name and he he is um, all set to introduce um, demonic teaching to our young children. He hates Christianity, um, but praise God, Justice Burns dismissed the application and he also actually made a direction that this guy, Bristow, um, Samael Demo Gorgon, um, he's made a direction that he has to appear before him in two weeks to actually prove why he shouldn't even be prosecuted. So uh, he went one step for, further than even just dismissing the case. So that that's a great thing that's happened, and we're, we're just grateful to God for that. I think we might all be grateful. Wendy Francis, always appreciate your insights. National Director for Politics at the Australian Christian Lobby, It is a huge week ahead. The election is coming. It's on this coming Saturday. Those great ACL resources uh, on the ACL website, acl.org.au. There's a tab there you'll be able to click, says Make Your Vote Count, and find out about how those candidates and those parties are responding to the questions that are being asked by the Australian Christian Lobby. acl.org.au. Wendy Francis, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.